Mindfudgers, and welcome to episode 17 of the Mindfudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Princess Sophia. Andy. And then, of course... George Tripsis. Hey, guys. It's What's been going a on? couple weeks since we recorded. Whoop, whoop. Uh, what's been going on with you guys? I fell asleep. Then I woke At up. At some point in the last two weeks, you fell asleep? <laughs> yeah, at least once. Oh, that's good. At work. While driving. While driving? Probably. Smart. Did you feel like you time-traveled? Yeah. That's what always happens to me. Like, I'll fall asleep while I'm driving and wake up, and I'll be like, holy shit, I just went like 15 miles. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you should sleep a little more. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. What about you, George? What have you been up to? Uh, I had a Kickstarter that got funded. We had a Kickstarter that got funded. <laughs> Woo! Not me. No, not, not you. Oh, my God. It was so much work, but we got there. So thank you to all of our listeners and everybody who supported us and helped us cross that finish line. That's right. We couldn't have done it without your help. And... uh all of the special family members and friends who uh, supported us along the way. That was very thoughtful and thankful for that. They're yes. talking about me. You did contribute. Yeah. So thank you, Andy. Yes. We appreciate it. Also, the, the Father Gamer podcast helped out a lot. They really did. Uh, it's a great show. You should check it out sometime if you get tired of listening to us. Uh, Father Gamer podcast. <laughs> Which would never happen. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Well, hobos don't usually game, so. I guess. Or, <laughs> or they play very different games than you and I are used to. Hide the knife. <laughs> In his side. Yeah. Uh, so your book came out. Your first review actually came out. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Was I the review good or the book good? Both. Oh, okay. Both. There we go. Read the book, then read the review, then read the book again after buying a second copy. There you go. Yeah. And you have a uh, you have a special deal going on right now, too, right? Uh, it starts on the 22nd and ends on the 29th. I don't know when this is airing. So. It'll be airing soon. Okay. Uh, yeah. There is a special going on where it's 99 cents, just like the store. <laughs> you should, like, bring a whole bunch to the store and sell, like, here, sell this here. No, the hard copies are eight bucks out uh, each. Yeah, that oh, shit the, the digital version's 99 cents. Yeah. So Comic Palooza's coming up, and of course we're going to be there as Grey Bear Comics uh, selling our book, and we're going to hopefully be doing a live show for MindFudge. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing a podcast panel. Which I'm moderating, right? You're moderating the podcast panel, yeah. but I'll be on it Whee! as well. Um you should, uh, you should get some printed copies of your book and leave them at our table, and we can uh, help promote you a little bit, too. Maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. Thanks, George. You're welcome. But uh, if you wanted to sell some books from our table, we'd be happy to let you do that. Seems like a good plan. Yeah. Does it have a kick-ass cover? No. no. It's black with white. <laughs> then, I am not I artist. can't sell it. Actually, you've had, you've had one person so far buy a physical copy. <laughs> and earlier, we texted that one person to ask uh, what the quality was like, and I got a response. And uh, he said, pretty plain. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the cover material is very fingerprinty. And then he sent me some pictures. Pictures of fingerprints? Of the book. Oh, nice. So now we can pretend to be him? Like, sure. we can frame him for crimes? Yes, we can uh, lift his fingerprints off of that one copy of the book and frame <laughs> Pop Mojo for crimes. <laughs> Good. Cool. Well, it looks like we've all been pretty busy, um, but we got a lot to go over today. We have a ton of questions for Ask the Nuts, the most we've ever gotten for any episode so far. Wow. What's uh, the, the subject? Well, our theme for this week is childhood toys, and this one was chosen by Andy. Yay, me. Why did you pick childhood toys? Because I had he's to come a, up with the topic. <laughs> he's a walking, talking man-child, that's why. Yeah, walking, talking man-child is a good way to describe me. Yeah. The beard is the man part, the all, child all is everything us, else. All of us, to be honest. <laughs> So that was it? That's, uh, that's you, your reason. Do I need a better reason? <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, let's move on to this week's Mind Melters, then. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Oh, wait, I remember the reason. What's the reason? 
I was taking a shit and I was Googling things. Was Fun like, things to talk about? Is that what you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at something and like childhood toys came up. Someone was talking about something with childhood toys and I don't know, I've got a very weird set of Google suggestions. It's like, hey, let's check out all these political things and also children's toys. Okay. Okay, well, back to mind melters. Uh, <laughs> question one. <laughs> Andy, what was your favorite childhood toy? Uh, that dinosaur that had armor and guns that I believe we've talked about on the show. That thing was awesome. You okay. wound it up, it walked, its stupid head went back Was it part forth. of the Jurassic Park toy for, uh, line? It was before that. Oh, okay. Uh, it was like space people living on dinosaurs, and some of the dinosaurs were evil, but all the plant eaters were good. I call them plant eaters when they're dinosaurs, even though I know the word is There herbivore. was a cartoon show very similar to that, wasn't there? Well, there was dino saucers. Yeah, that's what it was. No, but that's there's not a car- about. There's a cartoon show where like people from the future went into the past and they got stuck in the past and they like end up retrofitting the dinosaurs with guns and stuff. Missiles and things like that? Yeah, I can't remember though. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. That sounds kind of There was a comic s- of Sounds these. familiar, but I can't remember what you're talking about. Yeah, the, like their time travel was like this giant like Cadillac that ha- that was a uh, time travel Cadillac. It was a time traveling Cadillac with no top. It was a Corvette. We call like, those convertibles. Conver- yeah, th- thank you. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was going to say Corvette, but that wasn't right. No, no, no. The old Cadillac Corvette. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that's not right. <laughs> All right. So your favorite toy was a, a walking armored T-Rex. What? I mean, bar- no, no, no. It was a Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Even, what made it so great? This was back when they called them Brontosauruses. It had fucking guns. I was four. It was gigantic, and it walked. Like, you wound it up, and it walked, and it turned its head side to side, like I'm doing now that no one can see. <laughs> and uh, you had little guys that rode on it. It was it was pretty sweet. Okay. Cool. We talked about it on the show. I think we have once before, yeah. Yeah. What about you, George? What was your favorite childhood toy? Uh, so, I, I, I come from a childhood where my parents bought me toys uh, so they could ignore me. And okay. so, so, I had a lot of toys. Basically, they just gave me toys to shut the fuck up and leave me alone so I can be in my own corner. And uh, so I made movies out of my uh, toys and stuff like that when I got old enough to operate a camera. But I think the funnest memories I have of like all my favorite toys were like the ghost, but the uh, real Ghostbuster toys. I love those. That was like an. Um, I had uh, the firehouse. Yeah. I had the uh, Ecto one, and then uh, I even had like the the pack with the ghost trap in it. When you push on the thing, the I ghost trap too. would open. I had all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was so amazing. And then. Um, I used to I used to wear my proton pack and I'd wait for my mom to like finish doing the dishes and she'd open the dishwasher and all the steam would come out and I'd be like it's a vapor and I'd sit there and shoot it with a little proton beam. That's awesome. Uh, and then uh, what else did I have? I also used to love uh, my uh, Roger Rabbit. I carried that thing with me forever. It was a walking like a rabbit. Uh, the string that you pull in the back and he'll say lines from the movie and oh, stuff. That's cool. And uh, I still have it somewhere. It's in the attic, I think. But man, I took that shit with me everywhere and I had it for probably almost a decade huh all right uh for me it was all things he-man you know i mean i I (laughs) know i loved he-man i loved thundercats i loved gi joe like i I was a fan of so many different franchises but he-man kind of conquered all and uh i had most of the figures i had uh several of the play sets i had snake mountain i had castle grayskull i had even the horde slime pit and everything so just all things he-man i had the ninja turtle sewer i never had the the play set sewer oh man that was so cool it was and then the pizza the shooter that they used to have, like the tank that shoot oh, pizzas. Oh, yeah, that yeah. thing was awesome. Hell yeah, but mine broke. <laughs> we, have a, we have a question about that later. <laughs> okay, uh, question three for Mind Melters. What toy do you think should make a comeback? Andy? 
uh, armored dinosaurs with guns, dude. <laughs> Somehow I knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> I think that already exists, though. So in try some again. capacity, it yeah, has I'm to, pretty yeah. sure it exists. Everything exists in some capacity. I want better ones. Better ones. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like kids today have all the cool toys that I didn't have. Some things. Have you seen Nerf guns now? Yeah, yeah they look insane. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah they're awesome. Uh, but like, I always wanted like uh, Super Mario Brother toys. Those never existed when I was a kid, and now they exist. Same thing with like action figures for Scooby Doo and all that cool stuff. So I don't know. All the stuff that I could possibly have wanted when as a kid already exists now. That's true. It is very disappointing that there's really nothing new. <laughs> it's just re- it's just rehashes of all, all the '80s toys. Yeah. Although the new Lego sets are really cool. Yeah, I'm a big uh, Lego per- fan and fiend. But those have always been cool. And they never really went away. So. But, I mean, like the Lego architecture shit? Yeah, they've just gotten that? better and better as it's gone yeah. on. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, I think if I was going to bring something from like my, child- my childhood back, it would probably be like... Um, Your sense of wonder? <laughs> His childhood enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. The lack of stress? <laughs> <laughs> the lack of responsibility. <laughs> All of these are great answers. <laughs> um, I would say Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that already exists. Not anymore. Not the way. Didn't it they is. do a reboot toys like back in two thousand two? Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's fifteen years ago. That's it had its. Now. It had its chance to make a comeback. It just didn't work. Then it's been fifteen years. It's time to try again. <laughs> hey, they're rebooting it. They can reboot this. Yeah, if they can bring it back. Well, yeah. they've been trying to make it for forever. They yeah. brought the Genesis back. You know, uh, I know like Star Wars is like a full on full force, but it still doesn't have that same like playfulness like the old toys had when I was a kid. That's true. I wish they would come up with better play sets for the Star Wars figures that came out. Do they even have play sets for toys anymore or do they just come out with the figures? It's uh, figures and then like if you want to build the bigger figure, you got to buy all the figures. Yeah. That's that's pretty much like the toy. The Marvel Legends do that. They're like, oh, we included a leg for a character. Right. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So like that's their uh, their. Their way of doing business now is to make money off of that. Yeah, you gotta collect, hmm. gotta collect them all. Yeah, I gotta collect them all, yeah. but you really don't want them all. Hmm. Yeah, I know what go. you mean. All right, well, that does it for Mind Melters. Let's move on to casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? Oh, God, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, jackasses at work. <laughs> 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 what have your uh, jackasses been doing? Uh,. All right, so my crew has been together for like 30 years. They've known each other the entire time. So when they're not getting along, they just sit there and be snarky to each other. So at one point, two of them stopped answering the radio. So I got sent halfway across the plant on foot, which is like a mile and a half walk. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had to stop off at another place to undo what I was doing. And then when I got there, I found out I'd been sent to the wrong place. That sucks. Yeah, and actually the place where I had to stop at was where I needed to be. All because they can't talk to each other. Because despite being 60-year-old men, they act like 7-year-old girls. So <laughs> Communication is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at a plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What about you, George? Uh, so I don't know if anyone uh, knows this person. I'm not going to ne- mention any names. I'm going to be safe by not mentioning any names. It's me. Uh, so my casserole of the week is, uh, people who, uh, complain on the internet and, uh, beg for attention. And then when you do give them attention and they don't like the attention you give them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can fuck off. End of story. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Uh, mine is Fairweather Friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people that only want to support you when I wonder who you're, you're doing about. really well, uh, but the rest of the time they just want to shit all over you. I have a few people like that in my life. So Wow. Um, a few. And here I thought we weren't getting political anymore. But if you're if you're listening to this and you're wondering if I'm talking about you, there's a good chance I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for a couple of casseroles. Let's move on to this week's consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming? I've been reading the Discworld novels. Discworld? Terry like Pratchett? The arcade game? Oh, Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of the, the arcade game. I had never played that. It's like a virtual reality at Discworld, and like you time travel to different places, and you have to hit the button just right so you don't die. Do you do it in a Cadillac Corvette? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, read the first three. Uh, you know, rinse. Wait, is it three? Maybe it's just two. Rinse wind and two flowers and the luggage and Cohen the barbarian. Cool. Yeah, it was what? Cohen. Cohen. C O H E N. Okay. Have you never read these? No. They're fucking hilarious. There's 40 never, of them. I've never heard of them, so... There's 40 of them, and they're about 280 pages each, so it's going to take you the rest <laughs> of, of your my life. life. <laughs> Have you finished Pigeons from Hell? Dude, I've never picked it up since we stopped reading it. I, it <laughs> bored me to tears. I didn't even try to read it again. Do you think... If if, uh, if Andy gave you a copy of his book, do you think you'd be able to read the whole thing? Probably. Okay. I'm, I read books all the time. Well, just, I mean, would, you, would you fight your way through it if you thought it was kind of boring in the beginning? Probably. We'll get you a copy of the book yeah. so you can read it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're not going to buy it, I know, but... <laughs> what makes you think I won't buy it? He's going to wait for the 99 cents. I got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait till I have money to buy things. You got 30 bucks. <laughs> you buy 30 copies. <laughs> not buying 30 copies. Don't you want me to succeed? No, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, George? What have you been consuming this week? Uh, I saw Colossal recently. Oh, how was it? Uh, it was alright. It wasn't too bad. Uh, my girlfriend, however, hated it. And she was more excited to see it than I was. You guys tend to have dissenting opinions a lot about movies. On certain things. Uh, I thought it was okay. I just didn't think it was great. And people on the internet are going goo-goo-ga over it. Like, going crazy and shit. So, it, Anne Hathaway plays like this, uh, reckless person in her 30s who mm -hmm. hasn't gotten her shit together and is an alcoholic. Basically, and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, her boyfriend kicks her out of the apartment and she goes moves back to her hometown where she reconnects with uh old friends that she had in elementary school and uh that's uh, jason sudeikis character and uh in the midst of that she finds out that uh she's in control of this uh kaiju monster that's been rampaging on uh south korea and uh yeah, I know Andy's giving me this weird look in his face. Uh, and then uh, and then it takes like a weird dramatic turn in the middle oh, of the that's movie. that's the weird turn. No, that is not the weird turn. The weird turn is like Jason Sudeikis turns into a crazy person. and uh, So Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Uh, and then he tries to like kill Anne Hathaway a little bit or like get at her. <laughs> just a little bit of murder. Yeah, just a little bit of murder. Okay. And... Uh, the way I took about it is the movie wanted to tell a story about addiction and also wanted to tell a story about abusive relationships uh, because Jason Sudeikis' character is uh, like a person who his girlfriend left him and he kind of became a hoarder. Okay. And then um, Anne Hathaway is a, a drunk and she does stupid things when she's uh, when she's drunk. Like Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was this one part where Jason Sudeikis burns his bar down with fireworks. 
which I thought was interesting. That's more of a Gary Busey thing, but all yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's an interesting movie. I think it's uh, definitely unique. I've never seen a movie like that before. Uh, do I think it's great? No, but it's worth checking out. If you really like Anne Hathaway and you like Jason Sudeikis, check it out. Is okay. there more than one monster? Yes. Is the other one controlled by Jason Sudeikis? Maybe. <laughs> Is the one controlled by Anne Hathaway kind of stumbly like it's actually drunk? Because I want it to be. Uh, they talk about that in the movie. Really? Yeah. Man, whoever's got a porn addiction is going to have it rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the expl- Take that, North Korea. <laughs> the, the ex- that one's going to Japan. <laughs> the explanation they gave for, uh, for the reason why they have these monsters connected to them is kind of stupid, but really, it's a movie about a fucking monster, so yeah. you have to toss I, all that shit out the window. I want to see it. I know that I never will, but I want to see it. It's interesting. It's fun to watch. Uh, I don't think it's the best movie ever, but... Fair enough. My consumption is also a movie. This is the one that I've been looking forward to for a long time. I've read a lot of reviews about it, and then I finally got to watch it. The Void. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. It's a pretty solid uh, horror flick. Like, it's uh, it's being kind of coined as the thing meets Hellraiser. I can see that. And yeah. I, yeah, I can that's see exactly, that. Sure. That's a good explanation, because yeah. those are two large inspirations for that movie. And actually, since I've watched The Void, I've watched The Thing and Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> At the risk of needing to add this to my list, what the hell is the thing about? Oh, Shut God damn the it, it's fuck going up. on the list. I've seen Hellraiser. Wow. The thing is like... It's like the best horror film. I can't believe... After reading your stories, I cannot believe you've not watched the thing. Because they are very similar. It's a research facility in Antarctica. Like, there's a, a Swedish research facility that the Americans go to check and see what's going on with the people. And there's like a giant hole in the ice. And this thing has come through and it can like replicate... Perhaps the thing? Yes, the titular the thing. You need to watch the thing. Oh my god. All right. I'll loan it to you. I'll loan it to you on Blu-ray. It's great. It is fantastic. It's my uh second well, my first favorite John Carpenter movie. But back to the void. It's it's such a strange movie. Like there's there's monsters, there's like occulty things. Occulty things. Like I love the cultists that just came out of the woods. The only thing that I the only nitpicky thing I have about the movies, I wish they had focused a little bit more on the cult stuff because it was so creepy. Yeah, it didn't uh didn't really make sense uh why uh they were just protecting the hospital or protecting people from leaving the hospital or not letting anyone else in because of what uh, what's his name was trying to accomplish in the hospital. Yeah, I, I I you get that at the very end of the movie, like but it never really like sits home. Or anything like that. Would it have been as creepy if you understood what they were doing? Yes. The thing, the thing is, the movies, it's really hard to define because it's not creepy the whole way through. The cultist stuff is creepy. It's gory more it's than It's very anything. gory and like just a fun fight against monsters in places. And then there's like a really like dark and twisted sort of ending. There's a moment where he makes out with like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like most of my dates in high school. Probably. Yeah. It's a lot of the things that I love about. Lovecraftian inspired stories all just sort of shoved into it. I mean, what was so Lovecraftian about it? Other than the fact of like another dimension, uh, God, other gods that can help bring people back from the dead. And the monsters and the possession of bodies. And that's pretty much Lovecraftian right there. Yeah, the monsters, the possession of the bodies, the cultists. Like, there was a lot of elements okay. of Lovecraft built into the story. That was my, my only grie- uh, like grievance about the movie is how uh, left field the first monster came out of nowhere. I liked that, though, because it, it did kind of the thing that Dust from Dust of Dawn does, where it's like one movie and then it turns into something completely different, and I like when things do that. <laughs> okay. I, that, that was my only like hang-up on it, and that and some of the acting was bad. 
I'll give you some of the actors were not the best, but uh, it's an independent movie. So yeah, a lot of that was made up for by the special effects. Because yeah, the special effects are great. Holy shit! <laughs> they stole they uh, they stole the move from the thing where the the little tentacles or feet come out of the mouth and start walking away. Yes. Yeah, they stole that from the thing. But it was well done. Yeah, it was very well done. All right, I want to watch that. You would love it. I know you would love it. And the thing. You need to watch that as well. All right. And all right. Hellraiser if you've never seen it. I've seen Hellraiser. Okay. Which one? Well, I have to, I'm not sure with you, so I have to name it. <laughs> <laughs> what you should do the is watch I'm... the thing, then watch the void. Yes. I'm trying to remember the name of the story the Hellraiser's that Hellraiser's about. Pinhead? No, not Pinhead. What? Uh, oh, you mean the character. I thought you were saying that's the title of the story. I was no. like, no, that's definitely not it. Uh the Hellsworn Heart or something like that. I need to get a copy of that again. Okay. I lost mine. Well, let's move on to this week's Tell Us Something Nutty. Andy, it's on you. You got a funny story for us? Uh, Well, I had a copy of the book that I was just referencing and left it in an airport. And I like to think that a small child picked it up, started reading it, and then became... A mass murderer. I mean, after reading that book, that's pretty much all you got. (laughs) (laughs) Clyde Barker makes... uh, Weird shit. Yeah. He's like the movie hostile with occult elements like i'm pretty sure that's just his entire life is people dying around him horribly can you imagine that's what his house is probably like just like chains hanging from the ceiling and stuff (laughs) he's like well time for bed (laughs) (laughs) honey you want to hook me up here thanks (laughs) can you rub my feet while you're down there she revs up a chainsaw (laughs) or i guess he power sander (laughs) so that's your funny story you left a book in an airport and i I like to think that it ruined okay. a child's life. Yes, that's the that's funny the part. funny part. The punchline is ruining children's lives. You know, as with most of my jokes, do we not have a funny story about toys? Since we're talking about childhood toys, oh uh, no, I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> what about you, Justin? <laughs> um, I don't know how funny it is. When I was a kid, um, I had duplicates of a couple of toys. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you did too. Like. Sure. You have a birthday party and people would bring you toys you already had or whatever, and your sure. mom would be like, "Oh, you can take that back and exchange it." And I was like, "No, I want to play with it." <laughs> then you're like, "Why do I have six lionos? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Um, I had a couple of Star Wars toys like that. Yeah, there was this uh, kid that lived lived near us that uh, was going to elementary school with me, and we would like play together at lunch and you know play with our action figures and stuff. And like, I had one toy. I don't remember what it was. I think it was a, a lionos that he really wanted, and he. He begged me to like trade it to him or give it to him or whatever, and I told him I'd sell it to him. And uh, he was like, "Well, how much?" And I was like, five dollars." He was like, "Okay," and which you know that's about what toys cost back then. It was like five bucks for an action figure. Um, I don't remember. And when yeah. you're when you're a little kid, five dollars goes a long way, <laughs> you know. At least in the eighties. At least in the eighties. Eighties um, and early nineties. So uh, he bought the toy from me, and then like this is actually a sad story. I guess it's not funny. Maybe I shouldn't tell this one. <laughs> His mom called my mom and she was like crying on the phone to my mom because the kid was so poor that like he had spent their like food money for the next week and a half oh, no. buying that toy from me. Like, Holy he had, shit. He had stolen the money from his mom to buy the toy. And so my mom made us like go over to their house and give him the money back. Um, With interest? And I let him keep the toy. So yeah, I don't know how funny that is. <laughs> So you stole a family's food money for the week. I didn't know they were that poor. I was just, I was, I thought I was doing commerce. <laughs> I thought I was being Oklahoma. a businessman. Yeah, I was in Oklahoma. All right, because I was going to say, I know where you lived in Texas. And I was like, really? <laughs> no, I was in Oklahoma. 
Yeah, just this really poor kid that wanted a toy for me, and I sold it to him, and I didn't think anything of it. And then it turned out to be like devastating to his family that he had bought this toy for me. So, you know, we took it back, and I let How'd him they have the your toy. mom's number? I mean, just called the school and got it, I'm sure. Oh. Like, you could do that back then. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't find that shit out at all. Like, right. It's a good thing they called because otherwise his parents would have starved to death and he would have been like, Thundercats killed my family. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to just run to the living room. Thundercats, Thundercats, no eat. (laughs) And then serial killings. Yeah. Priorities, man. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, George? You got a funny story? Uh, About toys. Um, So uh, about the time when uh, Toy Story came out, uh, I was really into like getting the action figures of like Woody and especially Buzz Lightyear. He was the coolest, right? And uh, that was the same time that my nephew was born. He was like one or two at the time when the movies came out and I had the toys. And uh, me and him were 10 years apart. So I was 10 and I'm just there playing with the, the Buzz Lightyear on the table and he's like crying because he wants to play with it. And I'm like, no, I'm playing with it right now. You can't play with it. And my sister got so upset that she grabbed the Buzz, Le- Buzz Lightyear and started smashing it on the ground. And then, like, his arm flew off. And she's like, there, there's your goddamn toy. And, like, well, it's more like the movie now, is what I said. <laughs> How old is your sister? Uh, she is 44? Not I meant during the story. <laughs> oh, during the story. Uh, I thought you meant now. No. <laughs> Yes, she was 44. No, uh, I can't. I don't remember. Take how. that, little kid. No, nah, she had to have been in her early 30s. That's messed up. You know, when you get agitated when uh, your kid's crying and your oh, younger yeah, brother yeah. is uh, being a dick with his kid. toy. Yeah. It's my nephew, her kid. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention to there you go. anything you said. So, anyway, the moral of the story is don't be a dick with your toys. Share your toys. Yeah. But not with kids that can swallow parts of your toy and die. I'm pretty sure that thing had a warning on it that said no one under the age of two. It didn't have any parts that came off. unless you the bro- arm. Unless you broke it off, yeah. It probably still said no children under two. You should have come back with that. Probably. Sure lawyered her. I'll do that now. Remember that time I tried to save your child's life? <laughs> and you got mad at me and broke my Buzz Lightyear for it? <laughs> Fuck you for that. <laughs> oh, man. I have a story that's not particularly funny, but uh, it is a story about toys from when I was a kid. You remember those uh, whirly bird things? Those things were awesome. Like the things you you put between your hands and you'd walk, yeah, you'd walk them back and forth and they'd shoot off into the distance and like fly up in the sky. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so we used to play with those all the time and they were a lot of fun. Uh, but I had one that was like an old school and it was made of metal. <laughs> God. And Did it fly? It flew, yeah. And Did I was, it kill people when it landed? <laughs> I was like uh, six years old and... We were getting ready to go uh, to school, like school had just started or something, and I was sitting in my parents' bedroom playing with it, and it was just flying it over their bed, and I'd run to the other side and fly it back across. And I was talking to my mom and not really paying that close of attention to what I did, and you know you have to like twist them in your hand and go back and forth before you let it go. Uh, so I did that, but I went the wrong direction, and it flew backwards and went straight into my eye, and it sliced my eyeball open. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, this was like the day before school started, so... I ended up having to go to the doctor and... Uh, wear an eye patch? I had to wear an eye patch for like <laughs> six months. <laughs> and, and you uh, go, armies. <laughs> I was totally pretending I was a pirate for like an entire six months. It was great. It was, <laughs> it was nasty as hell. Like that, I, the, the white gauze they put underneath there would get so green and goopy and just disgusting. Uh, but yeah, it was gross. Fuck. 
Can you those? see out of that eye now? Uh, actually, I have no vision loss at all. Like, if it had gone another millimeter or something, I'd be completely blind. Wow. Yeah. Talk about getting lucky. I got really lucky there, yeah. Uh, that thing's like a lawn dart with wings. Pretty much. We played with all kinds of deadly toys yeah. when we were kids. God, I remember lawn darts. That was a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, so were the whirly bird things. You know what else was also a really bad idea with those uh, Nickelodeon moon shoes? Yes. God, I've seen so many people bust their faces open wearing those things. Mm-hmm. How about uh, the slap bracelets? Oh, those were pretty cool, though. Did your school sharpen them? No. Okay, mine did. That didn't happen in my school either. Yeah. My elementary school, we had sharpened ones. Like they'd file them down and stab people yeah. with them? He went no. to a hard no, knocks elementary like school. Slap your arm and cut you a little bit while they're slapping you with just this metal band? I didn't I didn't have that happen. Mine to me. were plastic. Yeah, plastic band. Plastic too, I don't yeah. remember what it was, but they were fucking sharp at the end of that. I and do remember those things though, and they were like so cool. <laughs> yeah. I still think they're kinda cool. They use them for everything now. Yeah. Torture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well that does it for Tell Us Something Nutty. Let's move on to this week's hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us, George? All right. So uh, so this week's for uh, hot fudge, I discovered that kangaroo, female kangaroos, have three vaginas. How vaginas. did you discover this? I was given information about this. <laughs> I was handed down information From- upon high. <laughs> the, the kangaroo females have three vaginas yes and uh the males have forked penises did you discover this as well after you going crazy looking at it on your phone oh, yes i did God, discover they're horrible. it <laughs> they look like something out of either the deep ocean or, or someone's nightmare yeah i mean seriously they're tentacles they have tentacle penises that split apart so that they've got multiple tentacles and even weirder they're set behind the scrotum weird makes you yeah. th- makes you think how they have sex well i saw pictures of that and it looks pretty standard and yet for whatever reason the balls are between the guy and the girl so i'm just assuming there's not a lot of thrusting but it also looks like those penis tentacles kind of can move on their own so ladies be glad that we're men and not kangaroos not kangaroo men kangaroo yeah. men yeah all um, right then yeah. andy's gonna be your new uh, kangaroo sexpert now they their favorite position is the down under. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> what does that consist of? Uh, it's mostly them getting down under their own testicles. There you go. Because they're doing it doggy style while standing because they're kangaroos. Right. Yeah. They also enjoy the. Outback. Wouldn't it just be kangaroo style? <laughs> Shut up, George. That's not funny. <laughs> is that where they both bounce in unison? Right. <laughs> They're then just hopping Rube along. Out and ruins Christopher Robin's day. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Wow. Okay. Well, that was something we didn't know. At there, least. You, there you go. You learned something new for Hot Fudge. Google that shit. You will not be the same. Ever. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, it's like that kid that got my copy of that book. Yep. Yeah. The only thing left is murder. So, is it your new plan to like go to the airport and just leave pictures of kangaroo dicks <laughs> <laughs> <Takes> laying around? <laughs> she just put it on every urinal. You will never be the same. On the that's the text you'll have on the bottom of it. Look at this kangaroo penis. Weep. All right then, it's very Lovecraftian. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to this week's Ask the Nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. We have a ton of questions, more than we've had for any segment before. Uh, question one, what was the first toy you remember losing, Andy? Uh, there was this 
see-through train engine, and it was one of those old classic styles. Mm-hmm. I thought I had lost it. It turns out my mom gave it to charity. It was like my favorite toy. That she sucks. She was a cruel, cruel woman. She was like, I didn't know you played with it. She made you the man you are today. <laughs> That's why you hate your mom. Wow. So many reasons. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom's like the sweetest person. I'm about to say, did your mom listen to this podcast? Because she's no. gonna hate you. <laughs> what about you, George? Oh man, um, I didn't lose my toys very often. I didn't take them with me everywhere. I just left them in my room most of the time. And the strip club. And the strip club. That's right. Actually, that's how I lost all my toys. Because uh, we were moving, and uh, my parents used the uh, like the storage room as like a storage facility while we were moving, mm-hmm. and. Uh, electric fire happened at the at the club and i lost everything like my ninja turtles my ghostbusters my star wars sets everything sucks yep and uh ever since then just kind of said fuck it no more toys (laughs) i don't blame you uh man first fucked up story i know it's a sad story right no just fucked up it's well it's a little bit of both i guess not if you're on my side (laughs) you don't care about anything andy so anything from your side is not sad yeah, it's hard to argue with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it was um, it was this uh, transformer I had. I don't remember the character's name, but it was the the Decepticon truck, the black and purple one that was kind of like the the foil to Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that one as a gift for my grandmother, and like I loved it. It was like one of my favorite toys. And I went to this kid's house who I was like kind of friends with, but not like great friends, and kind of bullied me a little bit but i wasn't sure like if i should stay away from him or not because we kind of were friends whatever so i went over to his house and i was playing one day and he was like hey let me keep this for the night and i'll give it back to you tomorrow and then he never did fuck that guy and he beat the shit out of me after i like told my mom that he wouldn't give it back to me and yeah he was just a total dick so he stole my toy what a dick yeah so even after you told your mom you still didn't get it back no because my mom went over there and talked to his mom and he was like no i didn't justin took it home with him i don't know what happened and no one bothered to go look I'm sure he had hidden it. Had he, though? I mean... Or did they just not do their diligence as parents? It's entirely possible. (laughs) It's entirely possible. But that was the one toy that I was always pissed off that I never got back. Hmm. Um, I also had a kid steal a Raphael out of my backpack in uh, middle school. Wow. You took your toys to school? Some of them. Why? I was a weird kid. I had a kid steal a box of rage cards out of my backpack. Rage cards? Yeah, it was about werewolves. And a box of them at the time was about... It was a game Andy and I used to play a long time ago. $20. So it's very small market, too. So it's not like these people could have resold it somehow. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, next question. Were you able to keep the belts for any of your Ninja Turtles figures? I never had Ninja Turtles figures. None? I wasn't huge on it. I liked the movie. It's one of the few movies that I know I've seen, but wasn't big on anything else. Huh. What about you? Uh, I did for some, but I did lose a lot of them. Uh, like the uh, the costume figured ones, mm-hmm. like uh, like Donatello undercover or whatever. I always lose the the belt or whatever that came with the accessories and shit. Uh, Ghostbusters came before Ninja Turtles in my like toy chronology, so like I lost a shitload of Ghostbusters stuff, and mm-hmm. I kept getting really annoyed that like I didn't have enough proton packs or like I couldn't get enough ghost traps and stuff. And I was like, man, I am not losing toys ever again. So I was like super OCD about my Ninja Turtles. Remember how they had all the little like. Uh, throwing stars and mm-hmm. like uh, little dagger things that were on those. Yeah, I would lose place. all those. I didn't lose a single one of those. Fuckers. <laughs> like I was so diligent about hanging on to them because I lost so many uh, Ghostbusters things. You know how the best way not to lose it? Don't open it. Yeah. Well, I was a kid. I was going to play with them. Right. 
but I I was very very careful never to lose any Ninja Turtle stuff. Yeah, I would I'd lost them all the time, but there are a few that I'd never lost. Like I, I never lost Mikey's, and I don't think I ever lost Leonardo's because it was all part of the sword thing too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, question three: Did you have any Toxic Crusaders toys, and if so, which ones? Yes, I did. I had Toxie. I had Toxie. I had Toxie as well. Toxie as well. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the only one I ever cared to have. Yeah, I got it, and I had no idea what it was from. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this guy's green and has a mop. I used to watch the cartoon, so I watched the cartoon too. How how long was it before you actually discovered that it was based on a movie and watched Toxic Avenger? Uh, it had it been when Up All Night was around. Yeah, that's when I discovered that the cartoon wasn't just a cartoon; it was based on a movie. Same here. What about you? Really? We're gonna we're gonna see how long it was. You have never seen Toxic Avenger? No. Holy shit, dude! Yeah. Have you seen Swamp Thing? Uh, the movie? Yeah. 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 See. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. on daytime TV for a long time. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Daytime TV. Yeah. I guess I have to like let you borrow Toxic Avenger as well, but <laughs> if I don't get that one back, I will hurt you. <laughs> let's, let's hold off on that one, because I still haven't given you back Shoot 'em Up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next question. Did you ever have a toy that to this day you don't know what franchise it was from? <laughs> Toxic uh, Avenger. Yeah, we've apparently. already discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> armored, ter- armored Brontosaurus or yeah. whatever. We've even figured out what franchise it was from, and I still don't remember. What about you? Uh, no, I never owned a toy that I didn't know it was from. I had a few. Unless it was from the dollar store that had no origin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like fake. Yeah, like, the, 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 mush, the mush of the genre. What is this, Captain America? <laughs> I, had, I had a few. There was one group of toys that I remember in particular that I didn't discover what they were from until much, much later. Remember Battle Beasts? I remember the cartoon. Yeah, there was a toy or line. Beast Wars. I remember Beast Wars. Well, Beast Wars was a Transformers spinoff. Oh, okay. But there was a thing called Battle Beasts that were like these little bitty, um, they were almost like the same size like Muscle Men or whatever, and they were like mutated animals, and they had like wars, and they fought each other and stuff. I had a whole bunch of those, and they were the really they were really cool looking toys, but I could never figure out what the hell they were from until one day I like was looking at 80s TV shows, and I found them. Oh, was, shit. Like, there was another toy. Uh, they used to have little like futuristic robot uh like animals that you would build models of that were also like wind up mm-hmm. wind up as i as i make the motion <laughs> so that our viewers can can hear it it's a very visually heavy show yes <laughs> i paint a lot of pictures while we're talking <laughs> you do yeah um yeah i still have no clue what those things were from but they were awesome because you would build it then wind it up and it fucking chases after you if you're walking in a straight line and very slowly but it was pretty cool. I had a scorpion. All right, next question. Uh, did you ever torture a toy, and if so, why? Uh, I mean, I used to like murder Legos on a large scale, rip their heads off and stuff, mm-hmm. then put other heads on them like some sort of mad scientist. <laughs> so you were Sid from Toy Story, basically. Well, well yeah, Legos are Legos. Des- Legos are designed to do that. That's not really the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... I'll be honest, the majority of the toys I played with up until sophomore year of high school were Legos. All right, what about you? No, I'm not a crazy person. I I had um, I had some of those Crash Dust Dummies toys. I do. I had some of those, yeah. I used to just beat the shit out of those things. I would throw them into the wall as hard as I could and just watch them explode into a million pieces. But that's the point. Yeah, it but was they, the point. They, they snap yeah. back together. But I was, I was like brutal with those things and gi joe's like i would go to garage sales and buy like duplicates of all the gi joe's I had and then i would break them apart and then put them back together with like different people's uh body parts 
And I just make like these weird hybrid figures and come up with whole new backstories for them. They were all like this army of chameleons and shit. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's, it falls within that sure. scope, I would yeah. say. Uh, what was one toy you really wanted but never got? Happiness. <laughs> that's not a toy. <laughs> uh, all right. The, uh, the fucking Death Star Lego set. Yeah, that would have been cool. A lot yeah. of the toys I wanted were Lego sets. My yeah. parents weren't really into getting me Lego sets. You or, lose uh, them everywhere, and they're basically landmines. And uh, and then also when I got older, to buy my own Lego sets, I was like, oh, that's too expensive. I don't have enough money for that. <laughs> I bought myself a Lego set a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I buy myself Lego sets all the time when I can afford it. It's just too expensive, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Lego architecture sets are really cool and fairly cheap. Like 20 bucks a pop. I like the idea sets. Idea sets. Those are uh, Technics, right? Uh, no, it's the ones where like uh, you have to vote for it online and stuff. Oh, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that because that's voting and I'm against voting. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's good to know. I, I've, I've had a few of like the, the Lego things given to me as gifts and stuff, like the Connectix little things. Like uh, I have a He-Man and a Skeletor I got. Like, yeah, I saw time. that. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. But, like I haven't really sought out Legos in a long time. I used to love them when I was a kid, though. I had, like, a whole pirate... Like, I had a shelf in my closet that was nothing but pirate-themed Lego things. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I've had, always wanted to make a pirate pirate ship Lego. Like, I, I had painted the, the shelf blue, and there was, like, uh, you know, a sand dune and, like, some other stuff. I mean, it looked like a really nice display, because I had two giant pirate ships and, like, one British Royal Navy ship, mm-hmm. and then, like, the Treasure Island. Uh, I was really into Legos, too, but I never touched them. I'd build them and then put them... Yeah, and, that's what, them I, what I do now. Yeah. I had the, the castles. <laughs> we didn't really do... Uh, Pirates, we did castles. That's cool. Yeah. I've always been a big pirate fan. That's never really gone away. <laughs> I am shocked by that. As you see my giant... I always wanted Charlie that Roger Millennium Floyd. Falcon uh, that came out uh, in the early 90s when they were doing the special edition re-releases, and mm-hmm. it came out with a new Millennium Falcon with Han Solo and Chewie. I really wanted it, and my parents wouldn't get that for me. Those things are super expensive. Yeah. 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 The, the one toy that I've always like wanted and never got um, was from the Masters of the Universe live-action movie. Because um, I had every Master of the Universe figure. Like, Except for that one. I loved Master of the Universe, and I never got... There was two figures I never got. I never got Thunder Punch He-Man, but I didn't really ask for him because I had a friend that had him, and I played with him all the time with his. And the other one was Blade from the Master of the Universe movie. Oh, I was about to say, like, Wesley Snipes? No, no, no. The, the bald-headed guy that had the two swords that actually, like, went toe-to-toe with He-Man and, and didn't get beat. I've only seen this movie, like, maybe twice. I've seen it way too many times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the one toy I never got. I got every other character from the original live-action movie, just not Blade. I also never got the uh, Green Ranger Dragon Zord. I always wanted that from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day. I didn't ever want Power Ranger toys. I didn't want the toys either. I just I watched it for Amy Joe Johnson, and that was kind of mm-hmm. it. Dude, whatever, <laughs> say whatever you want, man, but that green dragon that they had was fucking awesome back in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want a toy of it. Yeah. Now I'm Googling Amy Joe Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Did you ever freeze a Han Solo toy in ice water and pretend it was carbonite? No, but that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty smart idea, but no, I never did that. I did that with a couple other toys, but yeah. never with Han Solo. I never did it with anything. You know, my parents were like, what are you doing with water? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, you're not allowed to play with water. You're going to drown something. My parents hated any toy that would, like, make a mess. So, like, you know, they, they'd buy me, like, a Ghostbusters thing that came with the slime, and they'd take the slime away from me. Oh, man, that was the best part of the toy. And then, like, on a hot summer day, they'd be like, you can go outside and play. Here's your slime. And, like, I'd have to play with it outside, like, in the grass. Or, oh, that's the worst. Yeah, they wouldn't let me, ever let me play with anything messy That slime would stain the concrete if you left it out there long enough. But they would never let me play with it in the house. When, yeah. I, I can't really blame them. I mean, it was messy. Yeah, but it was fun. It was fun, yeah. Um, what was Stretch Armstrong made of? 
I have no idea. I never had one. The power of the universe. Yeah? No, it's like, I don't know. It's made out of like silicon rock. It's like cornstarch and, and... Whatever the fuck is made out of, it hurts. Because I've <laughs> snapped back and hit myself in the face a couple of times with it. I never had one. Uh, again, I had a friend that had one. And yes, you're right. Because I did the same thing the first time I ever touched it. And then I just sort of never touched it again. Yeah, I was like, fuck this toy. This toy sucks. <laughs> yeah, they got all popular. And I was like, why would you want this? <laughs> it stretches. It stretches yeah. really long. So that you have something to wrap around you so that you feel like you're getting hugged? Yeah, you could do that. Uh, so it's a surrogate parent. So you could have really used one as a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did your action figures ever have to marry a Barbie doll? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So G.I. Joe went home to Barbies quite a bit. By choice uh, or because your sister just took them? Uh, my sister would take them and I was always kind of clumsy and forgetful. So I would be like, where's my G.I. Joe? And my mother would be like, you probably lost it. Or your sister's a giant thief. She never said that part. She should have. Yeah. Yeah. I know for sure my sisters took my toys from time to time and would use them as the male stand-ins. Um, so one year for my birthday, I think it was, I asked my mom to get me a Ken doll. Why? So that they could take that instead of my toys. They're not going to take that. They're going to take your toys. And then you've just got a Ken doll. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I thought I was like beating the system. <laughs> it backfired. <laughs> I grew up an only child up until my nephews came around. So I didn't have that problem. And then your sister came around and just broke your toys anyways. Yeah. Just yeah. that one toy though. She never broke anything else. It's still kind of weird because she's like 20 something years older than you. Was there ever a toy that you collected? Legos? Yeah. I collect Legos. What else besides? I mean, did you collect anything else like cards or, you know, trading cards? Magic cards? Of, magic cards, of course. Are magic cards toys again? I mean, For sure. a while, they weren't toys. The question was, was did you collect anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, magic cards, for a while, Pogs and Legos. Pogs. Oh, yeah, Star Wars wow. cards. Redemption cards, because one of my friends... Was, was it those top Star Wars cards? No. I collected so many tops things. Like, I had the Batman cards. Yeah. I had all the X-Men. and I like, had the Ninja Turtles from the movie with the came with the bubble gum. Mm-hmm. I had those. Yeah, I had those. I had a bunch of those. The Ghostbusters ones and the Batman ones. I had some of the Howard the Duck ones. Um, I collected all the Flare Ultra uh, X-Men cards and the Masterpiece cards. Wow. I was really into comic and comic books, of course. Yeah, I collected comics yeah. for a while till they all went up into crisp. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Way to kill the mood. And, and pogs, of course. You know, I had like a. I got to the point where I had so many pogs, I didn't know what to do with them all because I had just. I, I had winning. a bucket of pogs that I gave away. I still have mine somewhere. I gotta find them. I have no idea what happened to what mine. What the hell would you do with them? I don't know. Pog stuff? Throw them at people? Play I'm some, in the, play the some slammers. Pogs, yeah. <laughs> I've still got all my slammers somewhere. I don't remember how to play. I, I want to play again, actually, now I'm talking about it. I never knew how to play. We just hit things. It was, it was simple. Like, you'd pick one. You'd let the person pick through your stuff and find the ones they like, and you pick through theirs and find an equal number. And then you and then slam it. put them upside down, and then you roll a dice or like decide randomly who goes first, and they slam it at as many flipped over as what you got to keep. And you just keep doing that. So like whoever had the heavier slammer usually won. And then like you could do the same thing with slammers. Like we'd play for slammers. They got to the point where I had like 25 slammers, and I had like a, one of those tubes that was just nothing but like heavy metal. <laughs> the wow. beating tube. I didn't have any of the metal slammers. I only had the, I was like the a, pile of urethons. I was like ones. a hardcore gambler at like 12... <laughs> I had one of those ones that was like narrow and kind of shaped, and then you, mm -hmm. like, people would stick it between their fingers and throw it down like that. I never got the hang of it. I sucked. There was all kinds of like uh, different 
te- techniques. techniques and like yeah. things you could do. The yeah. power of pugs. We had to play on the playground hidden because the parent. Uh, yeah, they were banned from the school because essentially you were gambling in school. Yeah. Eventually, they got banned from our school, and that's what we started doing was like hiding in classrooms and stuff. But yeah. at the height of its popularity, before people really like stopped it, yeah, it was crazy. Like you'd walk into the commons, and there'd just be like a sea of people just sitting around playing pogs, and <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, next question: GI Joe Avalanche or TMNT Pizza Shooter? Pizza Shooter. Yeah, pizza I don't know what the Avalanche the is. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, pizza shooter. <laughs> All right, I'm, what is the avalanche? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna Google it for in the interest of actually answering this question. GI Joe avalanche. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's like a Humvee of some sort. Probably it's a so. Tank. Oh, probably. Oh, so. that's pretty sweet. Uh, give me a second. Pull up a good image of it. All right. Well, he's pulling that up. Let's go to the next question. The pizza shooter is better. Yeah, I'd say I still say pizza shooter. Pizza shooter came out in two parts. That's why it's better. I'd say the Thunderclaw from Thundercats was better. <sighs> what? Or the Fist Pounder. I had a remote control tank that was pretty awesome. Yeah? Actually, I had two, but I lost one of them. I had a remote control Batmobile that was fucking awesome as hell. I, I had one from the animated series. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then I broke it, because I shot it down the stairs. <laughs> I was 17, I asked my mom for a tank, so she got me that. And it shot the fucking missiles. I terrorized the cats. I'm it was sure great. you did. <laughs> sure you did. Uh, next question. Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo? I never had either because my life was miserable, but let's face facts. Sega Genesis came out around the same time as the Nintendo, not the Super Nintendo, as I recall. No, it's the Super Nintendo. No, they were, they were directly in competition with each other. I yeah. thought Genesis came out like a year earlier or something. No, no it's the exact same time. Around the same time. Hmm. They were in direct competition. Yeah, because they were both 16-bit games. Am I thinking of the Game Gear? Was Maybe. Game Gear and Nintendo the same time? Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> Which do you prefer, I guess? It was the Game Boy and the Game Gear that came around the same time as well. It's weird because the Game Gear was color, right? Yes. Game Boy and was not. Game Boy was not, and yet the Game Boy won. Because it had, it had better games. Yeah. Dr. Mario. Like, that never made any sense to me. And the, the Game Gear, like, died, like, an hour after play. I bet. Yeah. Color and it screen. took six AA batteries. I bet. <laughs> Uh, what about you, George? Uh, it's I would say Super Nintendo because uh, it had better games, but there were some kick-ass games on the Sega Genesis. But I had both. I only have the Super Nintendo. I still have my Super Nintendo. It's actually right over there. Like uh, Boogerman on on Sega was awesome, and uh, Bugsy on uh, Sega was awesome, and then Earthworm Jim and all that stuff was on Super Nintendo. So yeah, I was a big Super Nintendo kid. Yeah, like, I lived for that. Shit was the bomb. I remember many nights where I would stay up until 2 a.m. playing Street Fighter 2. They're about, uh, Nintendo's about to re-release uh, like what they did with their They canceled NES. that, too, for some reason. They, they, well, because uh, they're coming out with a Super Nintendo. And? Like, why would you stop producing the regular NES? So they can make more money? Because it's now, like, a collector's item? Yeah, but if they're not selling it, That doesn't it, make them any more money. money. Well, I don't know. It, it makes, makes the it, secondary market makes it more valuable, I guess. For the secondary market, it does nothing for them. I don't know. There's still a lot of people that want it. It doesn't make any sense for them to stop producing it, because I would buy one if I could find one. I'm sure they sell it. Not at stores anymore. You really? Can't find them. Yeah, you can't find yeah, them. Yeah, I went to Target earlier. They sell the controllers and not not the actual system. Uh, the next question is, how many Pogs did you own, and did you play for keeps? Always play for keeps. Always, yeah. How many Pogs did you own? I don't, I don't know. A couple hundred? I did not have a couple hundred. I had maybe 30 or 40. At the height of my uh, gambling addiction, it was probably around six or 700. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had a lot of pogs. Mine was just a small bucket Yeah, that I had. I, I lived for pogs for a little while. Next what? question. GoBots or Transformers? GoBots. Transformers. What? It's Transformers, yeah. 
<laughs> who, who gave this question? I, you know, people, people write in. Uh, for me, it's definitely Transformers as well. GoBots was the cheaper version when you couldn't afford a Transformers. You got a GoBots. The Kmart version. <laughs> yeah, Transformers was awesome. Hell yeah, especially when you're a kid. Like, there wasn't a lot of toys back then that, like, did what Transformers did. Mm-mm. Transformers. It wasn't, it wasn't a franchise that I was as involved in as some of the others. Like, I... I watched the cartoon. I liked the cartoon. I liked the toys more than the show, I think. Yeah, well, the and, toys made the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I was never as, like, deeply invested in it as, as I was, like, Ninja Turtles or Ghostbusters. Or, yeah, you know, Ninja Turtles was, the like, always the clear winner for me. It's, like, Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, DuckTales. But they didn't have Ooh. toys for they didn't have toys for DuckTales, unfortunately. They yeah, had the they, game, though. They had a couple of uh, little ones. The game was good. Yeah. Wait, am I thinking... The, it Was the game the one where they had all those plungers? DuckTales? Yeah. Uncle Scrooge is on a cane. He's... Man, I wonder what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Who, knows? <laughs> Who knows, Andy? Rescue Rangers, uh, maybe? Man. Back to Pogs. Um, God, another Pog question. What was your favorite Pog slammer? My 12-pounder. Do you remember having a favorite? I had this, like, uh, confetti-filled 12-pounder. Uh, 12, 12, 12 pounds? Yeah, it was 12 pounds. Jesus. I thought you said it was. I thought you said that you only had like polyurethane pogs. It's what it said. It said twelve pound on it. That's what I remember. It had the number twelve on it. That doesn't mean it weighed twelve pounds. I probably didn't. Twelve but, pounds is quite a bit. But it said twelve on it, and it had. It looked like I, what I remember. It said the uh, the twelve pounder on it. It might have said twelve pounds, but it, I doubt it weighed that much. Maybe it, like with the force of it, it like gave the force of twelve pounds. I don't know, but I, I remember it being like a clear green and had like confetti flakes inside of it. Okay. And it was, I remember being really thick. I'm going to Google it. I mean, good luck. There was like a thousand companies that made Pog Slammers. Yeah, all I remember, there was a big number 12 in the middle. I had a, uh, I had a lot of them. I mean, I won a lot of metal ones. I had this one really thick gold one um, that I liked, but my favorite one was this uh, little thin plastic one, actually. And it was clear, and at the top, there was like this uh, holographic image of a skull. Oh, that's it didn't, cool. It didn't say anything on it, but it was really lightweight, too. But there was something about the way it hit the pogs that I always ended up flipping over like more than I should have with it. So that one was easily mine. My, like, uh, mine. I remember the size being similar to an Oreo, like yeah. the, the double stuff Oreos. That's what I re- recall the size being. That's about how thick mine was too. Yeah. But it, there's no way it weighed 12 pounds. Probably not. I just remember <laughs> it having a big giant 12 on it. Okay. Uh, and the last question we have: Did you ever molest a Barbie doll? <laughs> Andy. No comment. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to point out that the uh, Sega Genesis was released two years after the Nintendo and two years before the Super Nintendo. But they still were in direct competition with each other. Not for two years. I mean... Like, the Genesis was the only 16-bit console out. For a while, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then Nintendo. Okay. So, answer the question. Do you ever molest a Barbie No, there's nothing down there, man. Let's face it. Our little sisters never dressed all their Barbies anyways. Why would you need to molest one? Okay. Stop staring at me. <laughs> what about you, George? I uh, never been around Barbie dolls to tell you. So, did you molest your Ken doll, Justin? <laughs> He's like, why is this down there? It looks so different. Why is he so smooth? <laughs> <laughs> what are these abs? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm sure at some point I did. <laughs> Ken doll or Barbie doll? Uh, both, both, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Made them have sex, probably. Yeah, probably so. I was a weird kid. Uh, he punched that... his dick when he was a kid, so it makes him weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm a weird guy. A weird I don't guy. think my sister's Ken dolls ever survived long enough for anyone to do anything with. What do you mean? Oh, my sister would break 
pretty much everything she got. Why? Is she some sort of monster? <laughs> or she was. Maybe she just liked seeing tortured men toys. Nah, because my G.I. Joes always did fine. The one G.I. Joe that I had that broke was because I accidentally snapped its rubber band back. Okay. Yeah. Was that common with oh, G.I. Yeah. Joes? That's how you take them apart. There's a rubber band that goes from a hook inside, or there's like a uh, plastic part that connects in the middle of the chest. The rubber band goes around that and then goes down to a hook that's inside the groin that holds the legs in place. I, I used to disassemble mine all the time and then, re- like I said, I made chameleon figures, right? Put different parts together. I did not know that. I didn't have any G.I. Joes. I had one of those color shifting ones. One of my favorite days as a kid was when I went to a Hobby Lobby and I found like a bag of those rubber bands and I was like, I can fix all the broken ones. <laughs> <laughs> I can be God. <laughs> Mom, we need this. God, you're a weird child. <laughs> then I went home and made a bunch of them. <laughs> Yeah. And that does it for Ask the Nuts. Uh, I want to remind everybody, please follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, we are at mindfudgers. If you'd like to follow me, I am at comicaljc. If you'd like to follow Andy, I'm at Princess Sophia SU, and that's Sophia with an F. If you'd like to follow George, at George Tripsis, uh, everything on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facey Space. Uh, also, be sure to uh, check out uh, Grey Bear Comics. We're going to be at Comic Palooza. Uh, coming up at May 14th. May 12th through 14th. There you go. May 12th through the 14th. Uh, if you're going to be in Houston, come by, see our comic, hang out with us, come laugh with us. and uh, We'll have the Director's Cut version of Issue 1 available for sale, as well as Issue 2, if you haven't had a chance to pick it up yet. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is graybearcomics.com, if you want to buy it online. Or We're also on Comixology. There you go. Issues 1 and Issue 2. And thank you again to everybody who helped us succeed with the Kickstarter. We love you. We do. I don't. Andy does too. He just yeah. he has a hard time. And go check out Andy's emotions. book, uh, Shadows Falling, on Amazon. Yeah, on Amazon. Or mm. you can go to jonesaw.com and somewhere on there there is a link to my book. Did or you, you can see a preview on our on our website. Yeah, you can <laughs> see a preview on the uh, mindfudgecomedy.com website as well. Or uh, a review on Horror Geek Life. That's true. Uh, if you want to read my reviews of movies and whatnot, you can go to horrorgeeklife.com. Um, actually this coming week, I'm going to be doing coverage for the world fest film festival here in Houston. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be going with you. It's like a 10 day film festival with, uh, over 200 films from all different countries. They got a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for those reviews coming soon. And, uh, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, leave us a five star review. Everything like that is really appreciated because tell us you love us. Yes. It helps, uh, helps people find the show. So, so Andy can stop crying at night. Yeah. It's not just at night. Send, send him a Barbie doll, folks. I think he really needs it. <laughs> and uh, that's it, guys. So until next time, try not to molest your toys. We'll see you soon. Bye.